the nerds take over. Us? Huh? Welcome, Nerdables, to episode 143. This week we are going old school. It's just Ethan, Chris, and myself. Uh, old school. Yeah, old school. school. Old school, because, you know, it hasn't been... No, a... if you want to go real old school, it's me, you, and Travis. Yeah. And then I'll try to fiddle with the board there. And <laughs> yeah. Make the recording sound And then bad. just ha- yeah, halfway through, it's us yelling at Ethan going, dude, engineer, quit, quit touching knobs. Engineer Ethan. <laughs> you know, I have to say, I'm looking across at Ethan's shoulder there. And we have the uh, the the headless nerdable bot, huh. yes. small version. But from here, from the side, it kind of looks like a really weird AT-AT. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty. It's what? What? Your dog is going crazy. <laughs> well, yeah, because he hasn't seen you. She hasn't seen you. She doesn't care about me. Um, <laughs> so we're going to be talking about the Ghostbusters premiere. Uh, we'll touch a little bit on the Pokemon Go since none of us are really what? playing it. And then uh, we're going to go over the Comic-Con schedule. Is that because he's not doing anything now? He's like, shit, I left that show that was paying me millions of dollars. Well, I was going to get all that Terminator Genesis become, money, except that movie blew. To become a quote-unquote actor. Well, his, 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 I think it's his, um, his mainstream acting career that he was hoping to have with all these you know, big-ass films are now not well, happening. What big-ass films were he going to have? Well, he had Genesis. And he yeah, was, that was, was supposed to go on and being a trilogy. I mean, he was supposed to be more in the second one than the third one. Stupid. And then so. he had that weird movie with uh, Jogolev. Yes. Where stuff was on fire and he was screaming weird stuff. Yeah. That's when, that's when he shot. That movie his actually came for. out? I don't, I've never seen it. Uh, did they just shoot that as a trailer? Like, what's the weirdest trailer we can come up with? I don't even remember. What was the name of it? Lake something, wasn't it? I don't remember. I'd have to look it up. Um, but the big news is we can finally reveal it. Which I think we kind of did a little we bit. We revealed last it week. already. We just never gave the details for it. Yeah, Speaking of the details. bot that has its head off, yes. we'll be giving away special, not one of a kind because there's more than one of them at well, our five limited, limited to five. Limited to five. There are going to be five of a kind until we make more. <laughs> limited to five. Not, what is it? Not pop, Liv- limited? limited to five. Limited to five. Limited How much have you been drinking? Five, <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> right? There must be re- uh, residuals from last night that. Yeah. Good Ethan morning. and I went to uh, Hollywood Babylon to see Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. Yeah, you, had, you had good times. <laughs> Which your wife got mad at me because I allowed you to spend so much money. Oh, Jeez. Dude, spent so much money on alcohol. Um, Why? Yeah, I don't know. Long story, we'll tell you after the podcast. <laughs> we don't have that much content. You might as well go now. <laughs> um. But we're going to be at Comic-Con. We have a panel. Everybody Woo! knows we're at Comic-Con. Oh, we have a panel. We have a panel. We're going to be... This, this, is, this is my favorite part. So I'm understated when... It's something I'm really excited about. I'm usually very understated about it because I make a joke of how excited I am for like really stupid stuff. So my post last night, because I found the schedule last night because we didn't realize it. Beth told me to leave you alone for that. And so, uh, you know, I posted it as sort of like, hey, so this is happening. I let the picture, the picture just kind of speak for itself. I wanted yeah. people just to look at it and go, oh, wait, I know what this is. So you put it on there. <laughs> And so, you know, that's all you got or whatever. But, said, but you get to be a part of it. And it's like, I've been a part of San Diego for the last yeah, 16 man. years. It's just a different version of being a part of it. Yeah. But it's not. I mean, it's, it's kind of a weird thing as I have people around me that I know that gotten tickets for the first time or the second time in so long. And they're like super, super excited four months ago. Yeah. And yeah. they'll talk to me. And I'm like, I've, I've gone since 2001. And I went in 99. And I went in 98. Mm-hmm. And I went in 96. And I went in 94. So... 
But this year's it's a not whole as, different level of excitement. It's a it's a different thing because it, it's just, it's an hour, yeah, <laughs> or so. But we're we we are up on the stage now, having people listen to us. Mm-hmm. Well, we hope people <laughs> people have listened to me. Them. I feel really people sad. listen to me for. I've asked questions. <laughs> I've asked good questions. Dude, the first panel I ever went to, we got roped into um, not roped into, but. We had we uh, I knew people at sideshow. I love there the, with the clicking yeah. <laughs> of Amelia walking around. Yes, that is that is a dog. It's a Pokemon all over the place. Black, blah, 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 blah. Do they not pet you at all all day? Good lord. Um, so the, Mikey and I used to when we first started going, we never did panels because we just like didn't. You know, it wasn't Comic Con wasn't like it is now. Right. Um, but there was a decent number of panels and stuff. But we never knew what the hell they were, and right. Where to go or whatever, and we just like idiots going. Oh, I don't know about it, so I'm not going to go. But um, I had friends that worked for Sideshow at the time, and one of the guys was doing a panel. This was the first panel he'd ever done. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to him on Friday or whatever, and he says, I'm doing a panel tomorrow. It's all these different companies. You know, it was, uh, it was like them and, and, and Nemco or, or Namco or whatever, yeah. a couple other companies, Galoo. Sure. So he says, you have to go, and you have to, like, ask me good questions because I'm so nervous. It's like, okay, you have to tell us where the hell we're going. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he tells us where it is, and we go, and it was fascinating. It was just it was an absolutely fascinating panel. There were great guys there, but they, when they opened up the questions, they're like, "Well, anybody who asks a question, we're going to give you something." And most of the questions were really dumb, but I had like really good questions that because I'm always interested in the business side of it, right? Like the panel we went to that everybody else fell asleep in, and I'm sitting there going, "This is fascinating." The, the, when they're talking about, I was like, "Oh, the, the, yeah, they're the talking about yeah, they're talking about um." <laughs> Yeah, different different uh, factories and shipping times and how to get across it. And I'm like, just thinking like, okay, this is interesting. This is really, okay, so now I'm starting to understand this because I always want like more information or whatever. But the problem with that panel was it was so disengaging from the audience. Yeah. In a way, but Which, for me it was, for me it was fascinating. But anyway, so in the terms of this panel, I'm asking these questions and like every time I ask a question, this guy like tosses me something. I walked out with like almost $100 worth of stuff. <laughs> And the cool thing was, there was one or two things that I didn't care about. It. It wasn't when Sideshow was giving out all the cards. Because no, no, it was uh, never work on anything. No, I had, I got. Well, this was from all these different companies too. Oh, yeah. Like I had, I had playing cards from one, one of the whatever one of the the licenses that was up there. I had an action figure from you know like a limited action figure from someone else, and I had like these two figures that were being pay, that were being sold in um uh whatever took over for like Suncoast or that type of idea. Oh yeah. You know, I was just thinking about Suncoast the other day. I, I did the same thing. Jared gave me uh, two figures from, oh, what was that That terrible Drew Carey? Well, not terrible Drew Carey. It was a Drew Carey show, wasn't it? It was a Drew Carey show. Yeah, so they had the figures of Mimi and Drew, these, these huge, like, 16-inch dolls. Right. Oh, yeah. And they were, like, $50 at retail. So I brought them to Suncoast, and I was like, hey, I, someone got these for me, and I'm not really interested in it, so... Can I get credit? Like, sure. <laughs> so I just, you know, I got a bunch of DVDs and stuff for it. I did the same thing with this stuff. But that panel to me was like, that's the first experience we had with a panel. Yeah. And good questions and stuff. So I've been a part of a lot of panels. Never to get up and ask Joe Casada when they were going to get around her to doing the Miracle Man stuff that people cared about, but they did it. They finally did it. So. Yeah. Did you ever ask them like, oh, I know you can't tell us about this spoiler, but can you tell us about this spoiler? Um, so who's going to play Captain America? Uh, I know you guys aren't going to talk about the movies. Because you weren't there much when, when they were talking about the movie, when it first started. When <laughs> right. it was like the year after Iron Man and, and they had announced, or the year of Iron Man when they had announced they were mm-hmm. doing Cap and Thor the next year or whatever. Yes. And, uh, no, Hulk the next year. So it must have been like the summer of Hulk when Cap and Thor were coming. Right. And they hadn't cast anybody yet. Right. 
And yeah, by the third or fourth panel that, that Joe Casada was the editor in chief of Marvel, and he was at pretty much every Marvel panel, and he said, Look, don't ask us questions about the movies. Don't. We don't have anything to do with it. We don't know anything. They don't talk to us. We don't talk to them. We're excited about the movies as a publishing company. We don't care, okay? No questions about the movie. No questions. Sir, what's your question? So who do you think is going to play Captain America? Because I keep hearing rumors that it's going to be Bradley Cooper. But also, like, Angelina Jolie's going to be in it, I guess. And <laughs> so just, like, what do you, like, what do, what do you know? Do you, can you tell me who's going to play Captain America? Because I'm running a blog. Yeah. It's called, um, it's called supermarvelheroes.org.com backslash I'm a nerd. And... <laughs> I'd like to scoop everybody, so if you could tell... Like, Napoleon Dynamite asked every question oh, yeah. over oh, and yeah. over again. It was hilarious. It's, it's, <laughs> well, it's the only thing I can ever remember. We were way off on the tangents, but we'll just go for it. The, the, every time we go to one of those panels, and it gets to that point, where it's like, okay, let's take questions from the audience. All I can think of is Krusty the Crown from The Simpsons. Questions in the audience. Oh, God, this is always death. Because <laughs> right. it is. It's the worst. And you don't can... ask me... Don't ask me any math questions. But you can um, see. Joe could you Kisada tell me two then. plus two? What the answer is? Oh, Joe was just like defeated. He yeah, just you, you just know. Well, because it was funny because Beth hadn't. I mean, that happened with the Kaplan. But Beth reminded me the other day that the first Marvel panel she went to, it the same thing happened. We were both sitting there. And we both went. Just wait till it gets to the questions. I guarantee you the first question will be something about the movies, and they'll already have told you that they can't. And she was sitting there. She goes, she said that she looked over and was just like, I can't believe that. You There's can't. two questions you're going to get. You're going to get one question. Is something specifically that the person on the panel has told you don't ask about uh-huh. in the case of the Marvel. And the second one is the guy who comes up like, I hate everything you do. Is there a question there? No. <laughs> I just wanted to come here to tell you that Can I hate you. Can you make it better? Yeah. Can you stop writing? Can you stop being professionals? Because my comic book would be so much better than anything you guys could do. And then it's like, what comics are you reading? Well, I'm reading I mean, Captain I'm dying, America. I'm, I'm reading... dying to go to the Captain America panel. Yeah. That'd be amazing to go and just have people go up and go, I can't believe you made him Hydra. And then have you just look. Did you read the second issue? I Don't spoil it yet. It's, that's, that's what I'm saying. The, sec- the second issue was, well, right. If you went on the internet, it was spoiled anyway, but... Um, no, every time I saw something about Captain America, yeah. the second, well, the the, second the, issue, it, I was like, click. The second issue was very much, how did you get to that point? Right. And so it is very much explained in the second issue, and I just know that panel's going to be, well, no, I only read the first one, and you made him a Hydra agent. It's, it's my loss syndrome. So the why that is went Iron back, Man going to be a 15-year-old black girl? Yeah, I mean, why is Tony Stark transferring? He's, he's going to be transgender, right? Um, but it's, it's the old loss thing for me. Where You had guys watching the, the last episode, and then the next day going, they didn't explain anything. I'm like, have you watched the whole season? Right. No, no. I watched the first season and the last episode. And so they didn't explain anything. And I'm like, you missed four and a half freaking seasons, you idiot. There's no way. They're not going to explain everything in an hour. Well, they don't tell you what the island is. Yes, they do. They tell you three episodes before the last episode. They tell you what the island is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't watch that one. Well, then shut up. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Um, so if you can't tell, we're excited about comic we are. I mean, because we keep complaining about. People can we there. come up with some some uh, tidbits on our podcast so we can see if people ask us questions about stuff we ask them not to ask us questions? This about? is always good to have a production meeting as we're recording the right. podcast. <laughs> hey, so you guys were having that production meeting, and uh, I'm just wondering, why don't you guys do that off the air? <laughs> um. Okay. So, Ghostbusters. What you want? Do you want to get want, back like, on specific... tangent or on? No, that's what I'm saying. Can we can, can we come up with stuff that we can tell the audience not to ask us about so we can see if people ask us about Okay, it? that was not what, what I heard at all. Oh. It was more of, hey, let's see if anybody who's listening will actually show up at Comic-Con. Yeah, that's kind of what I heard. 
Like, give no, us give just, us a code word when you get so up there. You hey, wanted to you, ask what if, you, like, Nacho Man is still alive, or yeah, let's uh, say you know, like we're gonna tell them, you know, don't talk about Nacho Man, and then see if someone asks about Nacho Man. <laughs> is it? Is it? Everybody's <laughs> no. It's because they're out. Yeah, they're outside. Um, do you guys want to get back on to the topic, or just want to talk about Comic-Con and do it in reverse? Well, no, let's talk about Comic-Con. Let's talk about Ghostbusters. Everybody loves Ghostbusters. So, because if you don't, you call? you're a sexist. So last night when we were at, we were, the, last night was the premiere of Ghostbusters in Hollywood, and uh, I guess Kevin Smith went to it before. The movie's called Ghostbusters in Hollywood? Yes. yes. It should be. And he, the first thing he says is, well, if you're a Ghostbusters fan, and you're expecting this to be tied to the original, it's not going to be. It's you know there there are some little Easter eggs in there, like yeah, little, that's all stuff we already knew, right? Well, there's a little tribute, like there's a bust. I mean, of as Harold much as Rainbow you as much and, as you tried to push for like three or four weeks that you swore it was going to be a continuation, it wasn't. No, he and he confirmed that, and then he said. But I was reading something today that uh, on comic book uh, resources that was talking about that this is actually a really good Ghostbusters movie, but it's set in an alternate universe, New York City, and I'm like. I thought it was set in Chicago. No, it's, it's New Is York. Is it New York City? Okay. Yeah. But they're saying it's an alternate universe now, so that way it doesn't offend actual Ghostbusters fans. Well, it doesn't... I mean, anything can be an alternate universe. Right. Because everyone keeps calling it a reboot. Again, technically, that's, that's an incorrect term. It's a remake. Right. Because it has nothing... It's not tied in to the events that happened in the first two They films. said if you look... I mean, if, you, if you really go pull the script apart and pull the, the plot apart, you'll find similarities. Well, it's obvious. I mean, it's there already. You, right. you see the, the the library ghost and kind of the the way the events unfold from what you can tell from. Well, I think Kristen Wiig's character and one of the other characters wrote a book about you know ghosts and the paranormal activity, and then two then that didn't go over well. So two years later is where it picks it up after that, and that's yeah. where it goes. You know, they reunite. No, and it's then just it. it, it, it yeah. well, I mean, we all knew it was going to be a remake. Instead of a, mm-hmm. a reboot, mm-hmm. even though there's cameos from, you know, they, they the strong-armed the originals to get right. in there. Well, I guess except for Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd needs some cash. He's got to buy those Twinkies. <laughs> what, what Not a small human being. The one thing Kevin Smith did say was there was a lot of kids, especially little girls, in the theater. And again... He was like, that, yeah, they're really excited that, and they were just dancing around. Yeah, that, the- that meme pissed me off. That one, this is like, you know, this movie isn't for you, it's for these girls. And I'm like, right. no, then make something better. Yeah. I mean, that's the, the, my problem with all of this is, in, and I had to clarify this in a couple of different places, where people were just like, you know, don't hate the movie before you see it or whatever. It's like, my problem with the film has nothing to do that it has, that stars women, has nothing to do that it's Ghostbusters. Uh-huh. It's if you're going to make a new Ghostbusters film, I thought the right avenue was to do that franchise type part. Let's oh, sure. continue the story. We saw it work. Wonders with Jurassic World. Jurassic mm-hmm. World in a in a in a summer of huge films, in a year of huge mm-hmm. films, including Star Wars, it's the number two film of 2015. is Jurassic World. You could have done it, and all you had to do was not even a five minute one scene nod that just. You don't even have to do that. I mean, you could you could do the story as just the story. Yeah. Of this is this is in real time, twenty five years later or whatever mm-hmm. from Ghostbusters two. No, I'm just and saying you make a, a passing no. mention to the that, that there was an original one, and this is the yeah. No, that's, that's I mean that it's basically what Jurassic World is. Jurassic yeah. World, you, there's nothing in there that just says specifically 
And 15 years ago, right. something happened, and people found out about dinosaurs. You see it in the dialogue between the kid and the technician there. Mm-hmm. I'm you, talking about that the park. something happened in a park 30 years ago or 20 years ago. It was shut down. Somebody else buys it. They open up an actual park. Well, he, they ago. even say that in the, I, I, what's his name, the, uh, the Indian that was a uh, dude that was in charge of it. Um, Masrani. Masrani, yeah, yes. Because he owns a company. Yeah. He, he says, you know, Hammond left me this and wanted, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm carrying I'm on his legacy. legacy so, and, and again, I have no problem with it being women. Like, I like all four of these women. Kate McKinnon is one of the funniest people on the planet. Not one of the funniest women. One of the funniest people on right. the planet. Mm-hmm. The so Melissa McCarthy uh, uh, SNL was on last night. And there's two skits in, in the current, the one that she did this year. It was a repeat last night. There's the, there's the one where she's the... Um, She's in the uh, the test screening. Uh, uh, one of the, the first skit is the where she plays the um, they're doing the test screening of some horror movie, and she's freaking out. You know, oh, the, yeah. the, the, the the audience in the low light camera. She punches uh, one of the characters, she's screaming. She pours water. You know, she goes crazy. But the other one is the um, uh, oh god, Cecily Strong plays the like pickup artist for women. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That is, she, Melissa McCarthy is amazing as that character. Yeah. That whole bit, Leslie Jones, also in Ghostbusters, right. cannot stop laughing. You're watching her, and she's got her face turned to the side, and her cheeks are all puffed up because she's like holding her breath as hard as she can. And then Kate McKinnon's in it as well, and Kate McKinnon has a really great line in it too. So all of these women are extremely funny, well, they were, but nothing, nothing I've seen from this is funny at all. Yeah. Nothing. They were even saying that, that uh, Chris Hemsworth is hilarious in it. It's one noted, but he, he's hilarious. Well, that was what Kevin Smith was saying. He's like, I was surprised that Chris Hemsworth can be this funny. Well, then he didn't watch that SNL. <laughs> right. Chris Hemsworth was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was funny in Vacation, too. Even though no one watched that movie. <laughs> um, are you, have you, with the things you're seeing now, have you changed your opinion about seeing the film? There's no chance I'm going to see this film. Ethan? It's, it, just, it doesn't look good. It, yeah, it's still, to me... There's nothing that I've seen that wants to draw me to see the movie. I might see it if it shows up like on Netflix at one point. Right. But it's not something I'm going out my of my way. My cue's way too big to waste time on Ghostbusters. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's not something I'm going out of my way to watch. So, so I'm, I'm... Because the other... Well, I, there's I, two I've been things, back and forth on it. And yeah, you're going to go... I'm just going to go because well, Beth... Arabella really wants to see it now. Well, okay, Beth, you can take her. Um, <laughs> Beth doesn't... She, Beth looks up from like she... She's outside. I think she heard you. <laughs> <laughs> she can take her to see Ghostbusters, right? but there's also that that thing that started this week or last week um, about hey, you guys forgot Ghostbusters two is terrible too, so that makes this okay, right? And I it's like, let me point out as well, I've seen Ghostbusters two twice, mm-hmm. once in the theater and once like within a year or two years when it was released on video cassette for right. you kids. There was this old what, physical what thing. And it was an actual tape, like like a recording tape that was inside. It's a big black thing that was bigger than your iPhone. I wouldn't really say that. Um, <laughs> exactly. uh, I didn't catch what I said there. There you go. Okay. So, uh, anyways, but yeah, again, Ghostbusters. I've I've never uh, not said that Ghostbusters Two is terrible. I think Ghostbusters Two is a terrible film for me. It's not funny. It, there's no bite in it at all. Mm-hmm. It seems very safe next to the first movie. Um, it's definitely a movie that, like, if this, if the first movie is what we would now consider like. A PG thirteen film, which really isn't. There's barely any language in it, right? Yeah. Go, you know, maybe some jump scares here and there. Yeah, dogs. 
Well, there Ghostbusters is. Two is is it like a PG film? I mean, it's oh, so true. tame versus the first one. Stop touching your mic, bro. There we go. There you go. Stop Quit playing put, with your mic. Put the hand down. Jeez. Just, there you go. 143 episodes. You'd think you'd know this by now. How do you, no, how, I'm how the sound engineer. How are you this is the things I do. <laughs> so yeah, to say we to say it's, it's 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 okay that this movie exists, and I'm fine with it existing. I'm just saying it's not going to be good. Do you think it's going to do well? I don't know anymore. I mean, for a while I said, oh, it's going to be. Um, for a while I thought, oh no, it's going to it's going to tank. It's going to tank, but. The people that have come out to support the film yeah. in terms of how angry they are at these damn men who hate this film because women are in it, which is not the bulk. I, I really I think it's unfair to I say that because... I don't feel it that way either. I, don't I mean, it's, it's there. I'm not denying that it's there. And a lot of the trolls early on was just like, how dare they remake Ghostbusters and put vaginas in it? You know, that was there, and I understand that was that was part of it. But you lose... The real I conversation. That, oh, I saw it all yeah. over the place. But the no, problem but in the was the beginning. That, it was there. Yeah, the problem is that because they focused on that, every story became, "Oh, look, men can't stand a film with women in it again," and that's the only reason anybody hates this film. Mm. It's like that's not what we're talking about, right? You and know, then, as, and as, as the majority of people talking, you went about saw it, Ralph from the Kevin and Bean show last night when he talked about that first trailer, and he said every joke that is in the trailer is a hackneyed. Uh, old tired uh-huh. retread joke and nothing was clever and nothing was really funny right they talked to paul feig friday they actually had him in kevin and kevin B. and me and one of the things that he said the problem that he has with all of his trailers is that all of his jokes are based in context they all need room to breathe they're all within action and so they never really work in a trailer and I said, okay, you can. I'll, I'll give you that benefit of the doubt in terms sure. of that, but there's still nothing in there that's going to make me go, yeah, I really want to see that. Well, also the purpose of a trailer uh, beforehand, and, uh, I don't know if this is the case anymore, but the purpose of a trailer was to give you some sort of preview of the movie to get you excited enough to watch it. The purpose of a trailer used to be what a teaser trailer is now. A teaser no, the trailer. purpose of a trailer used to be what the internet is now. Right. Well, that's true. Yeah. We didn't need a trailer. We all knew what Ghostbusters was going to be. Right. You know, mm-hmm. the, the second trailer if they had was made much this better film, than the if, first. If, if Ghostbusters was released in 1971 and then they remade it in 1983, they just would have put Ghostbusters up there and the, tra- the trailer was there to tell you, hey, we remade Ghostbusters and there's women in it. Right. That's that would have been the trailer. Now everybody already knows that the yeah. the majority of the public knows that, mm. even those that are not internet savvy or whatever kind of knows this exists. You have all of these entertainment shows. You have people doing stupid podcasts all over the place. That are, <laughs> those idiots, yeah, that are talking about pop culture and stuff. It's hard to escape it. So the trailer then is kind of more of a tone, mm. a look, and in this case, to try and give you the type of humor that I think you're going to see. Yeah, and it's just. Eh. And I'm I'm one for I mean slaps of comedy's fine, but I just look at this and I was like, I don't need this. Mm-hmm. And so you know, more power to it. Yeah. If it makes a lot of money, great. Well, they can, it's all, also they can funny, all retire. Uh the thing that's McCarthy needs some cash, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's the case. I mean, that's, the thing I sarcasm. found funny was that a lot of the um I guess advertisements as far as other companies that are being sponsored by Ghostbusters, they're using the original theme, they're using a lot of the original look. It's nothing to do with this new movie. But, you know, at the end, like Papa John's, for example. Papa John's! The only thing that's... He's wearing the jumpsuit that's the same as what the girls wear in this movie. 
but I think the car itself, you don't see much of it, but it does look like the original one. The theme song is the original theme song. Well, yeah. And so it's just, it's funny. Well, some of that might be based on the fact that that, the new theme song only dropped a week and a half ago. Yeah, it's garbage. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably why. That's opinion. Ethan's opinion does not recognize (laughs) that. Um, In terms of using the original song, those type of tie-ins and ads and stuff may have been produced much earlier than before the song dropped. So that, but they also... In an ad, you have a sh- very short amount of time, and you have to catch something iconic. Mm-hmm. So I would use the old one as well. Yeah, but yeah, the it, only it's, one I saw. The weird thing is, is this, 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 as, as you kind of mentioned, there is this groundswell of 1980s Ghostbusters stuff that's come out. Yeah, um, that get kind of tied into it. We, we were talking about the the Funko <laughs> Pops are there. I've had people come to the shop looking for Ghostbusters pops. But they just want the originals. They don't right. want the new stuff. And I'm like, well, the originals came out three years ago. So I don't know what yeah. to tell you. They're all sold out. Well, um, another thing I noticed is that Best Buy, for the longest time, they had a Blu-ray set that was Ghostbusters 1 and 2 packaged together for $9.99. 10 bucks for both movies. I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm not going to buy it now because you know what? Maybe something. Always, always buy it now. Yeah. And I've, I've learned this. Uh, I should have learned this so many times because I've, I've missed out on a bunch of Beth stuff. Beth has even told yeah. You know, she's like, you're, if you don't buy it now, you know you'll never find it again. Exactly. So just get it. So now Best Buy has split up the two DVDs. Best Buy eat. So now you have to buy each one of them separately at nine ninety nine a piece. Well, no, that's good because you don't have to buy the second one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it was kind of like remember when the, they they finally released the Blu Ray for Spider Man one and two, and they're like, hey, it's in a package with number three. If you want the first two in D and Blu-ray, if you want the good ones. You, you have gotta to buy, buy the bad one too. You have to buy the one where <laughs> Sam Raimi said, "Oh, you won't let me use my villain? Screw you guys! I'm making a terrible film." Yeah, I still, I still think he did that on purpose. He did do it on purpose. There's more yeah. than one person has, has told me that story to get me to believe it enough that, at the very least, that he didn't. Maybe he didn't do it on purpose, but he definitely didn't care. Right. So right. he didn't put in his best effort. Sort of like, eh, you know. Um. So yeah, I mean. Ghostbusters is Ghostbusters. I I, I don't know. Do you think, it'll, it make it, you think it'll do a hundred million? It's a weekend. To, yeah, I don't know. What is Secret Life of Pets going to do this weekend? Because that's going to be number one. Uh, I didn't it, see it, it'll do over a hundred. I haven't looked at the numbers on it. I'm going to find out real quick. Let's go to the interwebs. It's like that's Batman our, looking up his bat computer in the 1960s. That's our interweb searching noise. <laughs> Still no answer. We're using dial. We're using a, a dial up here. <laughs> All right, so that was three minutes of sounds by Nerdables. <laughs> if you're still listening, I think we're going to continue. Okay, so did we did our, our dial up work here? Because uh, we you know we have a satellite that allows us to Skype, but we have dial up to get. Well, the it doesn't allow us well, to Skype our, sat- because our satellite to... is through dial up too. That's why uh, you know it doesn't work. It's a dial up to the satellite. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Secret Life of Pets is going to do a little over 103 million dollars. Wow. For the weekend. And we were we were saying, and that's weird because it's a, it's an original film as they said it's like the second highest like mm-hmm. highest 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 record open yeah the original animated property. That's a well, lot here's of money. The, what's funny is because we were saying that you know a couple it, weeks ago a, that we didn't think that there were going to be a lot of hundred million dollars you know. Well, Secret Life of Pets is a weird thing because we saw the first trailer and I was like, okay, they're in the apartment and they're they're partying, and then the second trailer was a completely different looking right. film, and I was like, mm-hmm. what the hell is this? But 
apparently the uh, the hard rocking Plu- the Pluto poodle. Um, word of mouth is really good for it. Though. Yeah. But but anyway, in terms of what we see next weekend for Ghostbusters, I don't think it's out of the realm to see a hundred million dollars. But I I honestly, it's not going to bomb me, like like Independence Day or BFG. Right. If you would ask me two weeks ago or two months ago if that movie was going to do a hundred million dollars. The opening weekend, I would have said no, never. Well, we've now, been saying it until about two months ago when we started seeing this sort of groundswell of we have to support this film. Yeah. So now, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised for a hundred million. I don't. And the other thing is, there's nothing really out. Okay. You know? that's my that's my thing of thinking why it's going to be over a well, hundred million. Is because it doesn't matter whether there's anything out or not. I mean, you can have a weekend where people don't go to movies. I mean, it's not like there has to be. True. Uh, it can still be number one at $40 million. I mean, we saw that a couple of weeks ago, where it was a weekend that was everything was Independence down. Day. Well, no, but it wasn't number one. Not for that weekend. It was like, when, didn't Finding Dory just destroy oh, yeah, it? Finding Dory, yeah. Um, oops, I forgot. But Legend, uh, the Tarzan movie, that's its second oh. week. It didn't do $100 million. I don't think it's no. done $100 million total yet, uh, domestically. I doubt it. Well, the thing with the Tarzan movies is it's just been done so much. That even if, with this one having like a new concept, it's ten years after he became civilized, or blah blah blah. It's still a Tarzan movie. You know, it's yeah, it's the same thing. So this is weird. The, yeah, I think it's the top here. The... Wow, wow. Just when you just pull it out, just shove it back in there. You just fart on that. Sometimes you just gotta fart on it. Okay, there we go. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. These, I just feel like Tarzan is not. It's been a weird summer for movies. It really has. Yeah. Last year, I mean, you had some really big, you know, hit well, hard I think hitters. That's also, out another there. problem too is like all the movies came out last year. I don't think the studios feel like they have any big blockbusters that are this year. Like, I was looking over, I mean, you had Captain America, and then you have Suicide Squad next mm-hmm. month. Suicide Squad! But in but, between that, there's no big blockbuster movies. But Star Trek is there. Star Trek yeah. should be, you know, it should be a major we'll blockbuster. You, yeah, next weekend, you have Ghostbusters opening, everything else is limited. Right. How He Fell in Love, Hillary's America, Cafe Society, Free to Run. Documentaries, yeah. romance, comedies, limited, limited, Los Angeles only. The next weekend, you have Lights Out, which is a horror movie. Star Trek Beyond, Ice Age Collision Course. God, that's another one they need to stop making. It's, but it's the, the most impressive trilogy of all time, which is a funny thing when they said it. I was like, isn't, isn't this the fourth one? The fifth one? I, see, I thought it's it was like the fourth the sixth one. one, I think, isn't it? The, the July 29th, you have Jason Bourne, which looks awesome. I'm That'll do 100. Eh, I don't know. It'd be you're funny you're getting into get... that weird... Uh, Spot, you know, August, first week in August, you have Suicide Squad. It'll do 100. Oh, easily. Peach Dragon's the next week. That should do 100. I don't think Peach Dragon's going to do 100. There's not a lot of people who remember what Peach Dragon is. That's yeah. true. Um, That's why they did it different. So, way different. Yeah. And then Sausage Parties that weekend, too. Oh, God. Which looks fantastic. Did you did you hear what happened when they released Ben-Hur, War Dogs, Kubo Two Strings is not August 19th. And then when you get into the 26, it's basically stuff that nobody gives a damn about. Yeah. When uh, one of the one of the cinemas here in uh, California 
before Finding Dory, they put Sausage Party on it. Sausage Party. Yeah. Well, it's animated, right? Yeah, that's what they thought. Oh, it's about oh wow. It. When you get to when you get to September, man. They said that they've only, they Oof. were like, oh, we. Made oh wait, sure I'm sorry. I found September's release. Friday, September 16th. Bridget Jones's Baby. <laughs> oh, we have to go see that one. Yeah. No, we don't. We have to. Magnificent Seven. I think, I think if you offered, Storks. Do you think if you offered that one to Sebastian, he'd either choose? You said you can either. You have to choose one to go to. Ghostbusters or Bridget Jones? I think he would prefer to kill himself. He's not going to either because he says you can't make me do anything. <laughs> uh, Birth of a Nation on October 7th. Okay. Uh, Girl so. on the train. Oh, wait. Kevin Hart. What now? Friday, October 14th. I'm okay, but through. So Ghostbusters, it's going to be one of those things. That's, Hold it's, on. It's a weird I animal. love this. <laughs> Movie Insider. This is where I'm looking for like all these weekends. And they show like, you know, whatever. The, uh, Ouija, Origin of Evil. Horror, you know, they show you the little thing that's next to it for for what type of film it is. Max Steel, based on toy. <laughs> that's a genre they have based on toy. I wonder if they have based on board game for Battleship and or Ouija, the the Tetris movie that's coming. Okay, so Pokemon Go. I know Pokemon! we want, we, we really want to save this Gotta for Sebastian because he's playing the game and he's a big Pokemon fan. And well, he's him and Shauna and him no, and Shauna. There's yeah. other Pokemon fans. Well, yes. Yeah. But and now he's, he's mad. He wants to him off his lawn. <laughs> what? Nice. Oh, he's, uh, he's kind of going through what Star Wars fans went through in 99, where all of these fans come out of the woodwork. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just a huge Star Wars fan. I saw the re-releases in 97, and I'm pretty much the biggest Star Wars fan that ever existed now. I know everything about the films. You know, I know about the Exum Wing and the wing. Luke Sky Walking. He's like my favorite character. Yoga is so cool. Yoga is amazing. The way that he meditates. He's got some moves, you know. Yeah, and I love the forest. The, the forest is just so good. It's full of trees. So he's kind of going through. Forest, not forest. <laughs> forest, run, forest, run. That's the movie I want to see. <laughs> run, forest. Oh, did you run, see the, forest, the, did you see the, the, Outtakes, the Kylo Ren outtakes video. No. Oh, it's so good. Pony was like, do I talk first? I always talk first. You know that. <laughs> it's just like something <laughs> like that. It's hilarious. No, the most hilarious thing is the guys from uh, Honest Trailers, they did all of the Pokemon, Gen 1 and Gen 2, and they have those names, like, you know, the, that meme on the internet, and you see like a stingray, and it's called a C flat flap. You know, like right. if we renamed everything. It is one of the hilarious things I've ever seen. Charizard is Sarah Jurassica Parker. <laughs> and I died. And there's so many. And Shauna's favorite, Shauna's favorite Pokemon, I don't even know what it is, but it's some bat creature. It's called Cave Herpes. <laughs> We're going to throw that on after. It's hilarious. Okay. So yes, Pokemon Go is released this week and it has exploded well, yeah. you seem into to this shopping. national phenomenon. Tuesday, my entire feed was... Oh my God, I got a Charmizard. A Charmizard. And then, oh my God. Is that like a toilet paper Pokemon? But this is, this is my entire feed. Oh my God, I got a Charmizard. Oh my God, why are we killing cops? Right. Oh my God, why are we killing black people? Oh my God, I grabbed Mew 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 News. Like, <laughs> the whole feed <laughs> is this <laughs> weird dichotomy of people who are like, I don't understand what it means to be an American anymore. I don't understand where we're going, what we're doing. I don't know how to solve are... this. I don't know how to fix this. And then the next one was, I'm on my bus, and I got a, a Mikachu, and it was amazing. It's the greatest thing that's ever happened in my life. And it was this amazing, to me, this amazing portrait of America, where we can be so concerned with these social issues, but also not care about anything uh -huh. except, 
while I'm driving down the street, I've got my phone out so I can snap <laughs> where I'm driving to try and catch a Pokemon. Yeah. But it's been it's been everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's a worldwide thing. There, there's there's all these different like gyms and hot spots. I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. God, I wish Sebastian was here. <laughs> well, the funny thing was just a couple months ago when they were we were talking about that the live action movie was being pa- passed around. We we're like, is this like twenty years to or fifteen years? But that's too the thing. Late? Pokemon has stayed. Sure, uh, has stayed that. in a consistent sort of thing. It's not at the level it was in the '90s when the cards right. and the game first hit, but. Pokemon has been kept alive on Nintendo's handheld. Mm-hmm. Nintendo has ruled that handheld market yeah. from but the Game Boy the to game. the DS. To the, and the card game still exists. We get a lot of people that still come in and ask for, for Pokemon cards. You remember like in that. October, Arabella started playing it in third grade. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. really? Pokemon? Nope. Pokemon. Pokemon. But, so Earth 2 is a, is a hot spot. So our, our store, Earth 2 Northridge, where we do the comic dating podcast, by the way, available Wednesdays. Um, <laughs> We're a hot shameless spot because well, he's, plugging, was, he's plugging his own show, his own show on his own show. Oh. That's damn right. Well, Shame. I don't know how many people here listen to the Full other show. Um, the four people who listen to this show, I don't think listen to commentating because no. <laughs> um, they're probably not comic book fans. But uh, Earthy Northridge has a Wolverine mural next to it that was on the old Golden Apple store on the mm-hmm. other side. It was repainted on on this side when Golden Apple moved, then became it. But it is a city landmark. It's been designated as a city landmark for Northridge. Nice. Um, I didn't realize the, that. Yeah. The the the. Um, Pokemon team or whatever is using landmarks through Google to give them to be hotspots. The funny thing is, as they said, there's landmarks that no longer exist. There's like a CSUN fountain that doesn't exist or a Northridge fountain. It's gone, but it's listed in the game as a, as a landmark. And so these become hotspots and you can do stuff like lures and stuff like that. What's a lure? A lure is uh, apparently if you're an active player and you go into that spot, you can drop a lure to tr- to get another player to come, and that player gets extra pokeballs, I guess, because mm-hmm. you have to, yep, you, you, know, you obviously have to poke. Obviously, like I know what the hell I'm I talking know. about. <laughs> you have to have a pokeball to capture. Yes. If you find the creature, you have to have a pokeball in your your inventory. character or whatever inventory in order to get it. So that's there's extra. If you go into a hot spot and get one, you get three instead of one or whatever gotcha. because someone leaves the lure. Gotcha. So it, and it's caused this thing where we've seen a lot of people. In, in on a small scale, mm-hmm. we've seen um, comic book stores. A lot of comic book stores are hotspots uh, for for various reasons. Um, but we've already seen some retailers talking about it's bringing people to their store for the wrong reasons. For the wrong reasons, some places it's been right. We've been lucky enough here at at, at Northridge for for our staff has been saying these groups that are coming in to grab this stuff are also picking up product. And as long as it's happening, it's fantastic. Sure. Other places are saying it's not. There's a, a picture that's going around the internet of a Baskin-Robbins <laughs> that says uh, Pokemon are for paying customers only. They're kicking people out because they'll come in and they're just you know pointing their phone around trying to find you know cave herpes or whatever, or <laughs> Jurassic Parker. Um, but I, so, can, I can understand what retailers Oh, yeah, are. no. It's, it's, it's a thing where if you're not coming there for to, to be a retailer or to be a, con- a, a, a consumer, consumer, a consumer... Yeah. Then, in our case as a store, anyone who does that, there's only so much that we'll take in terms of, if you're browsing the product, that's not a bad thing. When you come in, we always talk about time wasters, the guys who come in and are like, I haven't read a comic book since Civil War. So what happened since then? Yeah. Like, well, that was a decade ago, so I'm not going to... I'm not going to tell you everything. And there's always <laughs> well, the guys that want to come in and talk about the movies and stuff like that. You know, we had a guy last year, like, he would come in like clockwork every two weeks because he wanted to talk about Star Wars. Right. He was a guy I pissed off by saying that Luke Skywalker could be the bad guy. He's like, there's no way that Luke Skywalker can be the bad guy. And I turned to Jay Salvador's 
uh, quad of all the the, tor- the terrible things that happened to him. You know, uh, his parents being burned, Yoda dying, Darth Vader dying, and then him having to burn the body. Seeing and Obi-Wan. I'm like, Luke could totally be, oh yeah, the Obi-Wan's the other one. That was, that's what it was. Um, and I was like, Luke could totally be, because a hell of a lot more stuff happened to him than happened to Anakin. Oh, sure. And Anakin became Darth Vader. So I'm like, he could totally be that guy. And then we didn't see him for like a month. I think I offended him so much. And I'm like, look, that's never going to offend anybody more than me. Luke Skywalker is my favorite character. Right. But anyways, but there are these massive amounts of dangers. The Pokemon, like the official Pokemon development team, has had to tell people, stop trying to capture Pokemon while you're driving. Yeah. Yeah. There are all these pictures online now of people, and you see the steering wheel, you see traffic in front of you, Uh and the car in front of you has, you know, Salamander Man or whatever. Right. And they're taking those pictures. Um, people are out late at night. One of one of my friends, who I'm not going to say who it is, he, she's posting pictures on her Snapchat. 1 a.m. out in Long Beach looking for Pokemon. <laughs> 1 45, out still out in Long Beach looking for Pokemon. 2.30, 3 o'clock. She's out for two and a half hours. I'm in Compton. I found at a one, Pokemon. 1 to 3.30 in the morning because the servers keep crashing during the day. Right. Uh, especially here in North America. Too many people are trying to play it. We have, this morning we have a report of uh, a group of criminals that are robbing uh, Pokemon players. They're figuring out where they're going based on Pokemon. Oh, wow. They're sitting at hotspots waiting for people to go, and they're mugging them. Um, there's an unconfirmed report in Mexico. There was a young woman who was looking for Pokemon in, in, out off of a, a hilltop or whatever. Falls off the side <laughs> of a cliff and kills herself. <laughs> oh, looking for Pokemon. Um, yep. So yeah, this it, it's it, but it's this sort of phenomenon. Like it's been amazing. Herd. Yeah, it, it started the the hashtag Pokemon No. Yeah, oh that was fun. <laughs> well, my favorite meme was that, or, or I don't know if it was a meme or a tweet that someone put out, but they're like, Michelle Obama has been trying to get people well, to go out and yeah. exp- exercise for the last eight years. It took twenty four <laughs> hours for Nintendo for <laughs> to get people out. Well, remember that was that game on one of one of the DS type systems or Game Boy where you had you actually had to be in the sun for it to work, right? And it was it was obviously it was just like hey go outside yeah yeah and then there's that there's like the one that was posted today where it's like Pokemon Pokemon players and it's like oh my god he's looking at his phone I'm outside oh I saw that but they how to how to lure 28 year olds and it's a van that says free Pokemon inside <laughs> a rare Pokemon inside. yeah rare Pokemon inside <laughs> this is how you lure 28 year old men to be your sex slaves <laughs> oh but it's just like it's this huge phenomenon and we said Pokemon has been it's sort been of steady for, yeah. for a long time yeah. um, as, as Star Wars was where it's still you know at the time when when the movies got re-released the EU had been existing for for five, six years. Right. Um, well, no more than that, because it'd be 90, 91 or 92. Uh, so there's there's that groundswell was there, and you have older people playing it. Mm-hmm. You have people Sebastian's age who grew up with Pokemon, and you have new kids playing it. Right. Those damn kids that won't get off your lawn. Um, <laughs> that was the other uh, meme I saw. I was like, if you're under the age of 15, you don't know what Pokemon is. Get off my server. <laughs> Get off my servers. Do <laughs> <laughs> you, you do realize, going back to Comic-Con, that... Comic-Con? Oh, we're going back to Comic-Con? But I'm, I'm just saying... Yeah, that, in two weeks. You know? Yeah, two, it was, it was nine days we're going back to Comic-Con. Do you realize how much this game is going to just be all over the place? Can you imagine how pissed off they're going to oh be? Because the fact that the, the there is no... Service on that floor. Uh-huh. You know what would be funny? Is we should put a hotspot in our panel room. 
<laughs> from twelve to. I think I think they have to. I think they have to. Yeah, there's rare Pokemon inside. That's awesome. <laughs> That's the funniest but, thing. We're gonna call Nintendo. Be like, we need a hotspot at the San Diego Library. <laughs> we need to. Nerd. Yeah, we're gonna we're we gonna be to... talking, and there's gonna be people doing this, like looking around with their phone. We need to nerd a bot to become a Pokemon. Nerd a bot. <laughs> Where was the one I saw yesterday? Um. Oh, so speaking of speaking of Comic Con, the the panelists came out. Mm-hmm. The yeah. panelists. The, came the, out? the panel. Oh, this. Uh, I love yes, uh, all the panelists came out because <laughs> these these are always great. Uh, Io9 has an article. Sore legs become pandemic as Pokemon Go players accidentally get exercise. <laughs> uh, yeah, my experience with Pokemon Accident. Go is oh my god, I'm outside. I saw that one. <laughs> oh, there's such good stuff in there. And also, uh, we do have to let everybody know if you go to Target now, you can get Lone Ranger Hero Clicks. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, they have one of their end caps now is like all of the blind box product. Right. And apparently they had space. <laughs> it's Lone Ranger and The Hobbit. And I'm like, where did you dig this stuff but out? Those were also stuff that have been sitting at Target. Because when I was yeah. there, we had those for years. And yeah. they weren't moving. They're they're because they're, they, they're, they're, ghost, they're ghosted in the section. One of the guys at our local Toys R Us, this happened once. I walk into Toys R Us, and there's first release, 25th anniversary G.I. Joe figures on the shelf. Right. And they're all like the, the packages are really bent, and one of them you know, like it's, it, you can tell that part of them is ripped. But it, it's just that they find it under the steel in the yeah. back, and like, well, we'll put it out. Yeah. And I, I was just lucky enough to walk in. I'm like, yes, crong, just grab all four of them and go. Crazy. <laughs> Where's the other Pokemon one? There was one other one. Anyway, so let's talk about Comic Con again. Again, yeah. Let's get back to it. <laughs> uh, yes, the oh. the uh, program list came out. That's hilarious. Though. I'm going to share something that we're not sharing on air. <laughs> Spelling's important, kids. <laughs> I love my work, <laughs> it's um, the thought that counts. <laughs> yeah. But New the, Blink 182 and everyone's playing Pokemon. What year is it? These are always fun. The memes with um, with the late Robert Williams in Jumanji. Oh, yeah. Just like, New Blink 182 and everyone's playing Pokemon. What year is it? <laughs> Um, oh, that's fantastic. All right, Comic-Con. So the schedule came out. Hold on, I'm still looking at my feet. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep looking and talking. Uh, the schedule came out. Mm-hmm. Anything... It came out a little while ago, I think. Oh, wait. Actually, wait. We, we should do this. So, Burrod Street Journal. I'm going to go off and tell Tanley. Uh, put out this thing that a bunch of people fell for. Oh, of Universal uh, confirming... Oh, yeah. That Back to the Future was having a reboot in the summer of 2017. Oh, when I first saw and there was that, about three people man. that I knew that really fell for it. And I said, if you read it, just read it. It's completely BS because the numbers they have, the names they have. Steven Spielberg, who was attached to the first film in terms of like an executive, executive producer or whatever, yeah. was in there. But they're like, oh, J.J. Abrams is doing it and The Rock <laughs> is starring in it. After he finishes the next 10 right. Fast and Furious movies that he's, he's in contract for. And I'm like, guys, just read that line. Yeah. That you can look that up. That's BS. There's nothing true in it. Yeah, and it was supposed to. What is it like? Uh, uh, Shia LaBeouf is supposed to be in it. Yeah, rumors began as a part of Back to the Future Day, and inter- Universal execs to miss reports as fan fiction. But now I'm forced to confirm the rumors after the domain <laughs> BackToTheFuture2017.com was registered by the company. Uh, speaking to Variety, an unnamed exec. We'll go to Variety and find out <laughs> they don't have this on there. Right. <laughs> it's just. It's the same thing where I said we can just come up with whatever we want. Uh-huh. You right. put it on the internet and you'll have a billion people that put a go, cool picture uh. with it. Yeah, I mean you put like vaccinations cause autism and you put <laughs> it on there and people believe it. My first it's science because Jenny McCarthy <laughs> science. said so. My thing is like I was like Robert Zemeckis 
always said that he was never going to redo gonna this. Do it. Yeah. He was never going to do it. it. I was like, says what the, the hell? Yeah. He's so, going to do <laughs> Snoke on the water. Uh, oh, I would totally do this too. The I love how our podcast has turned into me. It's me looking at my phone, yeah. I want to go to the Cage of Death in Australia where there's the second largest crocodile oh, captivity. Yes. I saw that picture. I love the fact that <laughs> Melissa <laughs> says, all the things I've asked you to do, you won't do, but you'll do that. I'm like, totally. It's a crocodile. <laughs> I'm not sliding down the glass. I'll say I want to do that. No. Why? No. That is, that's stupid. No. That's, I love the fact that I don't want to do it. Mikey doesn't want to do it. I don't want to do it because I'm like, I can't look down and see 86 stories below me. What we're talking about is they've just opened the glass slide. There's a glass slide on the outside of the Bank of America Tower or US whatever. Bank. The U.S. Bank Tower. U.S. Bank Tower here in, in Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Yeah. It goes down one floor and it's not a great angle. So Mike says, I'm not going to, I said, no, I don't want to do that. I was like, really? That sounds like your sort of thing. He's like, no, it's too, it's too short. <laughs> it's not, there's not enough of an angle and it's only one floor. Who cares? That's stupid. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. If it, if it had been longer, you go down like ten stories. And It'd be nice spinning if around took the whole you around and all the way to the bottom, like to the no, bottom floor. dude. That's like five hundred feet. You, you just go you ten. Die. You just go like ten stories. You go around the whole building once, and then you're done. That would be great. Um, okay, so the schedule came out for Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Chris, I mean, you've been going for the last twenty years almost. Sorry, <laughs> sixteen years, I guess. Sorry, there's a meme that broke no, no, Chris. It's the Conan O'Brien from a couple days ago after Marvel announced the next Iron Man will be an African-American woman. His Marvel announced that the next Iron Man will be an African-American woman. However, in keeping with Hollywood tradition, she will still be played by Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's so brilliant. But, the, oh, but We're going to have to cut remember, most of this If show. you remember t- Tropic Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the schedule. So yes, the schedule Any, came out a while ago, and none of us noticed. Any anything besides the Nerdables podcast that really struck you? Yeah, the fact there's a whole bunch of other ones that I wanted to go to <laughs> during the Nerdables podcast. You're gonna get there, and people are gonna come and like, where's and Chris? then the one panel that I want to go to that is gonna be there while it's I'm at on work. Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> so. which which we are on Saturday with. That's usually the day that all the big boys play. Yeah, but no, we're also... it's like, no, it's because the library is closed on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with it's big also boys. Or we're not. in the library. <laughs> we're in the library. Uh, did I put anything? Well, there's a lot of Star Trek panels for the 50th year, which yes. is, is a lot of fun. Um, are you Are you it. planning on going to the uh, the uh, IMAX premiere in the uh, park? I probably won't. I don't know. I think it's Friday night. That that, that screen's gonna suck. I don't know if I want to see that film for the first time in that open environment with a big screen at a baseball park. Hmm. Yeah. It just doesn't seem... The Serenity one went real. Yeah, well. but you'd already seen it. That's true. Like, like, it's, it's sort of... When I, was up, I saw Batman Begins, the first time I ever saw it was in an IMAX theater. And for me, it was a mistake because like, I did not enjoy that film as much as I enjoyed it the second time I saw right. it. Because I couldn't... It was like looking around and up and down and... Yeah, it, it was crazy. Um, you've got a lot of rebirth panels, obviously. If it's anything like New 52, which it, it won't be, but that year you could not get into a New 52 panel oh, at yeah. all. And also, at that point, it hadn't come out yet Yes, uh, in terms of the New 52, so that was very tough to get into. Mm. Um, but I would say, if you're going and you want to go to a Rebirth panel, don't treat it like a regular DC panel. No, you're going to need to be there a little bit earlier than you normally mm-hmm. would for a panel like that. Um, 
the IDW and Hasbro Revolution panel. Yes. It'd be interesting to see if what the heck they're going to do with that. Well, because more than likely, you know there's going to be a... A uh, a new mask comic book coming. Well, they've already said that. Micro, um, uh, micro well, the revolution and... is in is in this previews. Oh, oh, I brought the wrong car. Crap. <laughs> previews is in the other car. Um, but it, it's interesting to see that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh wait, no. Turtles was on Friday. Yay! Turtles on Friday. I thought the turtles panel was the same time as the as, 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 ours. as ours, and I was like, eh. Um, obviously, there's a lot of Star Wars stuff as there is every time. Star Trek Five Decades of Comics is kind of interesting. But the Star Wars stuff is not. I'll tell you one of the things I'm actually really interested in, and, and I love these type of panels. On uh, Friday, two o'clock at Pacific Twenty Three North Tower Marriott Marquis San Diego Marina. First off, I got to figure out where the hell that is. It's the uh, it's the Marriott right next door in the North Tower. There's two towers. I, that's what it says. I know. Yeah, I can read that here. But, yeah. It's um, like right around where they have the. Uh, it's a place that we've never been to. It's the the no, it's, it's yeah. right around probably where, where they have the Mattel pickup for the Maddie collectors. There. Uh, uh, anyway, Chris Claremont's X Men. As, oh. uh, as a as a. So many panels are just like, here's what you're going to be excited about in three months. Hey, yeah, guys, is going to be. I love the panels that are story panels. There's yeah. stuff like that. You know, one of my favorite panels I ever went to. God, it's got to be. 2011, 12. 10 maybe Chris Claremont um, Matt Fraction Mark Wade and Brian Michael Bendis one, one of his rare appearances down there and it was just stories about mm-hmm. them coming up certain projects stuff like that uh, Matt Fraction talking about that he was a driver right. Mark Wade when he was an assistant you know just like a a, a, a bullpen guy you know he was a it's them not be talking like about reaction. their books yeah it, or, or it's, it's stories about the book stuff like that when, uh, when I saw the spotlight on Larry Hama yeah. uh, who wrote G.I. Joe uh, among other Wolverine and a number of other books as well, great stories and stuff. The reason Larry Hama became an editor, he was a he was a uh, a, a, a penciler. Yeah, which I I didn't forgot he had, was he penciled a lot of stuff too. He did this. He tells a story that he does this beautiful escape for Iron Fist, this big double page spread of Kun Lun. It's a gorgeous thing, and there's eight thousand words all over it. Right, and he looked at it. He's like. Oh. I'm going to become an editor because I'm not going to let that happen to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, he, t- he was the one that told the story about what they did to Chris Claremont when he first uh-huh. showed up in, in uh, Star Wars in Times Square. They made him go stand in line for 12 hours, and then 15 people from the bullpen shows up just before the showing, just walks in, and everyone's like really mad at Chris Claremont because he's standing there going, I didn't know. I thought like one guy was coming. <laughs> the whole Marvel bullpen just cuts in line in front of hundreds of people to see Star Wars back in, in, in 1977. Um, so those are ones that, that I really enjoy. So that was one of the ones that kind of I highlighted and highlighted. Mm. Um, I almost want to try Star Wars trivia again just to go and tell them that they're wrong. <laughs> I think we should go because we haven't done that. And it'll be interesting to see with, uh, what Force Awakens stuff they put in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to be you guys because you remember when we tried playing Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> I'm like, no. We had to make up our own rules with that. Oh, yeah, it was you, me, and Travis. <laughs> You know what? I forgot to put our panel on our on my schedule. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. He's oh yeah. Ultimate there. Ultimate TM and T panel shell games with the IDW team is at one o'clock. Maybe I'll just leave my panel early. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys, I gotta go. Yeah. Thirtieth anniversary of Dark Horses this year too, so that's a lot of fun. Marvel Cup of Joe for me is always a highlight. I always love for the Cup first you know ten minutes, and then they ask questions. Mm-hmm. That's maybe that might be the only one I enjoy the questions because Joe's so good at like telling people they're idiots. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a lot of fun. Um, Darwin Cook tribute, tribute is Saturday night at 8 o'clock. Oh, that would be nice. Um, that, I, that one might be. And then the uh, Mask Voice Cast 31st anniversary reunions, 9 o'clock on Saturday. 
I'm saying, has kinda... it really been 31 years since yeah. Mass came out? <laughs> so old. What happened? And nothing was done for the 30th anniversary. Like That's normal. because nobody cares. I loved Mask. Really? Yes. Did you know it was 30 years last year? What'd you do for it? Did no. you celebrate? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How much did you love Mask? Go back and watch the. Go watch it. It's, oh, it's so hard to All watch. of those are terrible. One oh, of the worst God. decisions I ever made as a G.I. Joe fan was a day when I was sitting at Eric's ten, five, six years ago and like, hey, G.I. Joe's on some syndication channel and bought some of it. We should watch one of these. Oh, oh, no, no, that's no good. Oh, it's Don't the, you it's remember the Sam Rockwell from Galaxy Quest. Oh, that's not right. Don't you remember when, oh, no, when, when, when the, the hub? When the hub had it, you and I couldn't stop texting yeah. each other. Because, I mean, it's look, it was I knew it was stupid when I was a kid. Right. I was old enough in 83, 84 to know this is this is dumb. Yeah. You know, I was raised in a family. Science was really big. My dad was a reservist in the military. I knew a lot of military rules, stuff like that. You know, we one of the things my brother and I did early is we made sure that the 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 way that the the file cards gave you um, <laughs> gave you ranks. We make okay. So these are all ranked. We had like our command structure yeah. built and stuff like that. So we spent an entire day building our command structure and trying to explain how Duke could be over a warrant <laughs> officer in Flint. And like, well, you know, and that was that led to talking to my grandfather about because my grandfather was a sergeant in the army in World mm-hmm. War Two, and he said whenever the lieutenant went out to the field, if you had a good lieutenant. He would turn it over to the sergeant. Right. As he always said, the lieutenants tell you where to go. The sergeants teach you how to get back. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. It's so watching that show, watching G.I. Joe, even as a kid, I'm like, God, this is dumb. But we just – I still remember like that when they're in the uh, they're in the C-130 and, <laughs> and the Rattlers come up and they break out all the windows <laughs> at 25,000 feet and start shooting at the Rattlers. <laughs> like, What? Why? Or the episode when they go into space and they send Shipwreck. Oh, yeah. Why is Shipwreck going to space? Why was Shipwreck such a huge part of that show? <laughs> right. And so you watch it and you and you forgot that, you know, me being a big comic book fan, I mean, I was a huge fan of the comic. And I've reread that that whole run from one to about 110 or so. Yeah. That, that 110 to 150, I, I had dropped out when I was a kid. I've read that run six, seven, ten, a hundred times. Sure. And you know how big Snake Eyes is. You forgot how little Snake Eyes was in the cartoon. Right. It was Spirit. Yeah. They used Spirit the whole time. And I remember asking someone, you know, we were talking about it. And I was like, why do they use Snake Eyes? I was like, it's kind of dumb to have a character that can't, can't talk. Can't talk, yeah. I was like, in terms of animation, though, I mean, it worked for – Larry used it in, in the book so well. White guys, you know, he, he could no, do you stuff. No, you had Shipwreck, Alpine, and Bazooka. Bazooka a- was a big part. Quick Kick was a big part. Spirit. It was always Spirit and Storm Shadow. Uh-huh. I still remember the forums later, you know, the IDW forums where they're just like, Storm Shadow would have just kicked his ass like over and over again. <laughs> but th- there's an episode, the episode that Eric and I watched is the satellite falls on that island and there's like hominids there. There's like oh, yeah. eight people. Yeah. And the, the first fight is just a fist fight. You know, yeah. it's Storm Shadow and Spirit and like two Cobra soldiers or whatever other Joe's there and these hominids. And it's I just think it a was fist shipwreck. fight. Shipwreck. Probably. Um, the, mermaid, the mermaid one yeah. was. Oh. <laughs> So the, anyway, so this episode, it's just, it's just a fist fight and then they continue on. And then the Joe's send a rescue team. So they're walking along the things, and Flint goes, look, laser marks. And I'm like, they never had any lasers. Yeah. The, your internal logic is completely wrong. You, you've watched the scene. You, and, of course, there's hundreds of people working on it that are probably Colors, not even. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and whatever. It's like when we watch Transformers, and 
Optimus just drives through a wall because he turns invisible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the wall's there. You see Optimus turn towards it and then wall, and then Optimus is on the other side of the wall. No breakage or, or anything. Starscream turns into to Thundercrack. Yeah, and then the, back the colorings again. are so bad and stuff like that. That's why when you're a kid and you watch Robotech, you're like, oh my God, people yeah. who take this seriously. Um, but yes, that cartoon well, they was were also, terrible. Remember, they were putting out... Season one had 86 or 88 yeah. episodes. Well, there was, I mean, the first one, the first movie was five days, real yeah. quick. You had you had five days when when you premiered it. You had a new episode every, every day. Every yeah, you had for a like week five long. weeks. Yeah, it was insane. It was crazy sort of stuff like that. And, but in terms of Matt, I don't remember the Mass TV show very much. Really, I know I had the, I know I had like the first comic because I didn't have a lot for it. It was way too expensive for how what size it was. Because like the second season, they changed it because they were no longer just going after you know um, Venom. Mm-hmm. Then they start having What's up these, with the snakes being bad guys? I don't know. Then they start having races. When and the, they were doing the whole <laughs> race thing. Wacky Raceland? Um, <laughs> and ter- dude, the new Flintstone comic is out. It's weird. Is it? Um, in a good way, but not... It's, it's bizarre, because it, teach- it treats it very seriously. It's like, what? We, what? Fred fl- fought in the war where they were killing... Uh, uh, Neanderthals and other, <laughs> other peoples in order for hominids to take over. It's crazy. Um, in terms of, I don't remember the cartoon much for Mask at all. I remember right. I had a couple of the toys, but it was, they, like I said, it was just too expensive to keep up with. Well, Hasbro will be bringing it back at Comic-Con. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what size they decide to do. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I'm surprised that they waited. I don't, I don't, I think that they're, they're going to stick with the original size because. Those vehicles, if you do vehicles in three and three quarter, that, right. that, the, the, the Suburban that I had, the Bronco that pops up or whatever. Mm-hmm. You do that in three and three quarter, that thing's going to be $75. Remember, the, Avenger, the Avengers movie that was just out, or the Captain America movie that was just out, Civil War, all of those were in Well, that. all of it, they've done that since Guardians. Yeah. They've done They're that, that two, two and, and whatever. Two and a fourth or something. Oh, those are terrible. Those yeah. are terrible. Well, that, they were talking about yeah, that. Yeah, think about that. We talk, I think we talked a little bit about it. We watched Civil War and you realize there's no figures for it. Yeah. There's no good three and three quarter figures for it. Nope. And it's just, it's like this hard thing. And I, and I went, even yesterday when... I was in a toy aisle and I picked up one of the event the the Avengers Legends or Marvel Legends whatever the three and three quarter line they're doing, and I saw Captain Marvel and I picked it up I'm like oh yeah that's why I didn't buy this figure there's no there's no bicep joint there's yeah. no wrist joint there's no, I'm like why what? I almost Just, picked up the Spart- uh, Spider Man Noir Spider Man Noir because it's based off of an old one uh-huh. has full articulation. Um, the Iron Man is just a reissue of the because it's the original costume the yes. original gray costume from the from the, the, Mark, the Mark one. They just use the one from the old Iron Man line. Yeah. And so that one's got articulation. Um, when they re-released Daredevil in the dark red costume mm-hmm. uh, two releases ago, I picked that up because the same thing. It was just the bright red one they had released all the way back in the beginning. Well, it's just, it, it just hurts to watch that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm sitting there now watching these different types of Kickstarters as the only way to get articulated mm-hmm. figures. Um, there's a company that's going to do... Um, Oh God! Well, all of a sudden, I, I Eagle Force. Yeah, the old uh, the, the old metal figures that came out in yeah, the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, we can do five points of articulation, but it's going to be metal. Here you go. But they're doing you know new designs based on that type of concept, and they're going to do them as fully articulated GI Joe style three and three quarter. And I talked to them and on WonderCon, and I just I said, "What's your price point?" And they're like, "It's going to be the same as Marauders, um, the Gunrunner guys who did, did their figures." It's like twenty bucks a figure. Yeah. It's just the only way you can do it now. 
And they're in smaller scales and stuff. In terms of the number, the the pure number that they're going to release. That's why I'm wondering what the Hasbro booth is going to be like at Comic-Con this year. Empty? Um, (laughs) Well, you've got, I mean, Hasbro has thrown a lot into their big lines. The the Marvel Legends. Marvel Legends has a new release. The the Captain America release is out. I'm an idiot. I didn't buy the 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 Red Patriot or whatever it was. I can't remember who was in it now. The six inch lines are doing better than the three and three quarter because they're the only ones that have any product that have anything to do with it. But even even now, I mean, with having these six inch figures, I miss three and three quarter so much. I did too. I mean, there's so much more. I went to storage today to to do some sorting and some stuff to to look forward to San Diego um, for some stuff that you know I'm looking forward to, to fill in some gaps and whatever. And I have the the bulk of my Joes are now there, yeah. and I, sure enough, I popped open one of those one of those cases and or, or one of the the tubs and started you know just messing around with them for a little bit. I'm like, God, I miss like actually finding good product. And now you just got to wait three years for. I mean, Marauder was, I think, a year and a half late. Yeah, and then um, Boss Fight Studios uh, Vitruvian Hacks, which are gorgeous. Was a year late, and now um, Marauders doing the Valkyrie line, and it was one of the things I didn't I didn't kickstart. I did because the Beast of the Mesozoic, though I had to do right. Oh, those Raptors are so pretty. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, there's I mean, there's always a lot of stuff that Comic Con, you know, and the schedule coming out seemed they were like it normally comes out two weeks before. I think it's been out. We just haven't. We just I've haven't. gone. I went to their website. To the actual Comic Con website, and it said the schedule it was coming out soon. Well, and this was on Thursday. Out. This was on Thursday. Yeah, they used to do it. It was two weeks, and it would be this is Thursday schedule, this is Friday schedule, right? Because I did the whole schedule yesterday. That's why I forgot ours. Well, that's the other thing is they remember the whole even up to last year they would do it where two weeks out. The yeah, Wednesday they would, do, would be they would Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, yeah, Friday. Right. That's what I'm saying. They would do. They would release it day by day, right. Two weeks before that day to kind of keep you from like overwhelming you. Uh huh. Because yeah, last couple of years, you, that's what, I was waiting for you to say something because I figured you would have sent me something like, "Dude, it's out," and I'm like, "Okay, I'll wait till the whole schedule's out." Right. And then on Friday, you're like, "Hey, Friday's out. What are you going to on Friday?" I'm like, "I just told you, I'm waiting until Monday." The Saturday's out, bro. What are you going to go to? And I come over here on Saturday night. He's like, "Well, what, what are you going to?" What are you? I'm like, "Dude." And what? even though, even though, usually every time he'd say, "Well, I'm going to wait till Monday," by Saturday night, he's like, "Oh, I've already gone through half the list." <laughs> I just, I, I usually waited until the end. He's, I'm the guy that throws everything on there, and then I try and figure it out. But then I end up not the going app, anything. The app again this year is not as the crap. app isn't isn't up yet. The app is great when you're in there. Uh huh. Um, they did a great job with that. But yes, the the if we have a, a major complaint about Comic Con, there's there's too much money there to not have your app live as soon as the schedule is released. Right. You're two weeks out. You're looking for vendors. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't want to go through the vendor list on the on the site. The great thing with the app is you can star vendors as well. Yes. Um, and there's, there's certain stuff, you know, there's certain people, creators that you follow and they don't have their own booth. They're at a booth. They're, they're connected to something else. Mm-hmm. I also and, like with the, my schedule where you can see, I can yeah. see what you're going to, or Ethan's going to, or anybody that's connected with Facebook or what through the my yeah. schedule. Well, I did the, the schedule part on the, on, on the, the big one or whatever, but, uh, on the, the going through the, 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 the browser, but in terms of not having the app up, there's no exclusives up yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going through trying to figure out. I, I could not remember for the life of me on Friday what the Tamahashi exclusive was. There's some exclusives up on there. Well, no, yeah, they, well, they, they have it, but not on the app. On the app, oh, you can okay. schedule that because it was the same thing. Like, I could never remember where the Robotech one was last year. But when the app came, I just clicked it. And then that last day, I knew which booth I was going to to try and find it. There's actually a lot of exclusives I want. Uh-huh. Stupid. Uh, uh, 
oh, what's the, the, not Kid Robot. Is it Kid Robot? Yeah. It does the articulated, yeah. deformed ones. They have the Joes that I've never seen. Yeah, they I think have the, uh, the Tiger Force and the regular Beachhead are their exclusive. I know, I saw that. Oh. Um, but also, um, with the app, you, you were, you, there was something else I was going to say with it that you were The map of the app is better and stuff like that. The app's easier to kind of get through yeah. than to go through the server because right. you got to go back and forth and everything. But to not have the app live two weeks before your show opens to me is just absolutely it's 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 unconscious. Yeah, yeah, for that type of show, that, that, unacceptable. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean we're I mean we're running along here now, so we're gonna wrap things up. But next week we're going to be talking about Star Wars again. Because it's Star Wars Celebration Europe. Well, it it wouldn't be a Nerdables podcast without Star Wars in it. Well, it has to be. <laughs> And so we'll be li- we'll we'll be getting all the live stuff next week because they're doing live streaming with everything. They're also releasing a new trailer for Rogue One. Next Rogue One on so. the fifteenth. Yep, the fifteenth. The fifteenth. <laughs> I had I had to get that. So yes, and then the week after that, once again, we'll be at Comic Con. Yes, you will be listening to our podcast somewhat live. Somewhat live, as I live guess. as we're going to be able to get it. Yes. Well, I mean, we'd ha- I think we'd have to record it and then post it up that night. I think so. And then <clears throat> so. In, in a few weeks, we also will most likely start live streaming our podcast. Nobody wants to see that. Oh, we will have to see. Coming out of Comic-Con, we got to do something to do. Con- I- 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 Maybe I- I- coming out of Comic-Con, we should learn how to speak better. I think so. Yeah. All right, so for Chris and Ethan, I'm already saying we'll talk to you next time. Check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables and Twitter at Nerdable Show. Boom! I've been practicing. I've been practicing so that way at the show, I can actually get it out and get it right. He actually got through the clothes. I got through it. So yeah, uh... we'll we'll talk to you guys and then (laughs) see you guys live and in person. No one who's listening this is actually going to show up. (laughs) (laughs) As as Ethan said, I guess the podcast before us has a pretty good following, so we'll be. We'll yelling at their fans as they're screaming out. No, no, stay for just like just ten minutes, bro. Just listen to weird voices. I could do some terribly racist voice for an hour. <laughs> do it as do Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, uh, stay, please. No, where are you going? Get to the chopper. Get to the, the chopper's chopper. here. Get to your seat. Don't get to the chopper. Get to the cheese seat here. The chopper's in the seat. <laughs> we, can, we can do the, the very racist Indian voice. Or maybe please, Nacho Man is please, at the door. Please to be sitting down. <laughs> Nacho Man has to be at the door. Keeping him inside. Oh yeah, oh, everybody! Oh, I can't, Ooh, I can't do Nacho Man for some no. reason. Why don't no, you take a can't. seat there, buddy? All right, guys. So we'll we'll talk to you next week. Oh, my God.